Welcome to Losing Sleep. I'm your host, Marley, project coordinator by day, writer in the night, add full-time student, and you have a perfect storm for losing sleep. If I'm not awakened by the memory of having an awkward encounter of small talk in the office kitchen, it's usually one of my characters from my novel throwing a random plot twist in the mix that has me sitting up in bed, dazed and covered in sweat. And then you have me, Lauren, a branding photographer who's too familiar with all the no-good things that happen after 2am, like your cat punching you in the face, nightmares about killer toothbrushes, and your brain left on autopilot. This is a podcast full of intimate ramblings where two experts in sleeplessness, aka us, explore the personal nature of the things that keep us humans up at night. Because that's like seven minutes of me slurping. (laughs) (laughs) We're keeping that part in. And welcome to Losing Sleep. Okay. As you slurp some more. (laughs) Chewing my soup, my little potatoes. All right, Lauren is still processing her dinner right now. <laughs> I have not eaten mine. Um, so we're going to kick off this episode. And today we are talking about how pets, and they don't have to be our pets. I'm just going to generalize that by saying that because initially, like, I was thinking we would share our pet stories. But when we spend the night at other people's houses, sometimes their pets keep us up also. So I suppose that this episode could be also about when other people's pets keep you awake at night do you have that have you experienced that i'm sure i can think of a time yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm genuinely thinking about that now while we were sharing <clears throat> stories about ourselves and our pets i will think about how somebody else's pet has kept me awake well i um i know like in the intro i mentioned like my cat beats me up at night and <laughs> it hasn't happened for a while and um this morning because tucker's getting big he's been big he's three now so like he's been big he's a big boy and not like he's not fat i like (laughs) i care about health um (laughs) i'm sorry that was gonna be really loud i should say tall boy he's a tall boy that's what because everybody is like oh he's a big cat and i'm like he's not big (laughs) he's tall (laughs) he's long long boy yeah he's a long boy i don't know if we want to say that either because that doesn't sound right quite right either whatever (laughs) um so he has gotten so picky i cannot tell you how much money i have put out and wet food just experimenting to find the um the kinds he likes because um so dry he had this horrible cough like he like fell out of a tree um off my roof out of a tree onto like a railing when i lived with my parents and like had like damage done to that um to him that was like a three thousand dollar vet bill i I remember that that was horrible that was in 2020 when i had no money that was so bad i could not handle that but anyway i care about my cat a lot so paid the money and um and he had this horrible cough that would happen um forever after and just sounded like like hairballs but no hairball was ever coming up and i was like this is like insane and i i know i've healed myself by changing my diet so i um through the guy that i follow i ended up finding vets um who were like a part of his network kind of and um got linked up with them and 
essentially they were like, yeah, get them off of anything Kibble, which I thought, you, like, for anybody listening, I thought Kibble was just the brand, but, like, turns out Kibble is any dry food, so, like, they were like, <laughs> get them off all dry food completely, and so I switched them over to wet food, and with doing that, the cough has never come back. It came back one time, and that was a week, a couple weeks ago when he was dying for dry food like he would like seek it out he would open up the pantry get in there and like get it so I just gave him and I was like running low in uh wet food so I was like yeah you can eat this we'll see what happens and it was like a week straight and then the cough came back and I was like fuck no we're getting off this and and going back to that so with that being said back to the original point of him beating me up in my sleep and keeping me up he's gotten so picky about his wet food and um I laid out three different flavors the other night none of which we're, oh my oh, god speaking no that's that's not Bean yours is coming down the steps right now with a giant little sloth teddy bear hold on looking like the cutest thing wait hold on i gotta get a picture of this he looks so innocent it is now oh my god that was fantastic <laughs> so anyway um, I ran out of chicken and turkey flavors and only had like salmon and tuna, which at one point were his favorite flavors. And, um, he has decided he does not want those flavors in his house or in his mouth ever again. And, uh, I ran out of turkey and chicken and the Amazon order was late. So I laid out three different flavors. It was like salmon, tuna and beef and he starved himself for a full 24 hours refusing to eat any of it and then he got really feisty in the middle of the night and beat me up to try to wake me up and get me to feed him so then I was able to go to the store and get the right food and he has not done it again so that's my my pet keeping me up story well you kind of heard mine in the middle of that I mean I have many 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 but uh, lately, my my kitten Bean, who's growing like a weed, um, he's in the cute little teenager stage. He is. He's my favorite. He's like I don't know, nine months now, something like that. Um, anyway, he repeatedly takes my boyfriend's kids' stuffed animals from their rooms and brings them downstairs to snuggle with them. It's so cute. They're not his toys, though. That's my problem. Like, they're not my toys. They're not his toys. (laughs) He needs to keep his mouth off of them. Um, Yeah, but you said it was his way of feeling close to the kids when they're not here. Well, clearly, because Gregory's not here at the moment. Gregory is at basketball practice. And Bean went into his room and grabbed his stuffed animal sloth and brought it down the stairs (laughs) for the 50 billionth time. Um yeah so that's one thing that keeps me up at night is my cat going and stealing my boyfriend's kids stuffed animals um no what i was originally going to talk about with bean is this cat is a giant snuggle bug like even as a kitten he terrorizes during the day right now because he's in that like rebellious teenage phase of cats where like he's a complete and total asshole during the day which is actually the opposite of what it should be because most cats are an asshole at night 
and then like sweet and sleepy during the day. Mm -hmm. No, this cat is a complete and total asshole most of the day. And then when I'm sleeping, decides he wants to be a total sweetheart and cuddle. Um, the only problem with this is that ever since he was young, he loves to be on my neck. He sleeps <laughs> on my neck, which I got used to. So that wasn't so bad. But he will, like, if I move at all in the night in my sleep subconsciously, like, I'm not awake, but, like, my body moves, he'll start licking me. And he'll start licking my face. Ew, and, so slobbery. Oh, uh, uh, oh, no, 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 no. His tongue is actually pretty dry, so it's not too bad. Just painful. Until he licks my nose. Because then his tongue goes up my nose. Mm. And that is a feeling, like, I'm sitting here itching it because, like, I can feel it. And, and it's just a feeling that I can't quite describe with the little sandpapery that tongue of a cat. It <laughs> goes up your nose. Again, <laughs> so <laughs> that keeps me up at night when he climbs on top of me and then sticks his tongue up my nose and I'm in a dead sleep and that wakes me up instantly. Tucker will, yeah, Tucker will paw at me. He'll paw, like, so he's, um, I love the winter time. Uh, I don't love the winter time actually, but I love. <laughs> I, love <laughs> I don't love the winter time. I love the winter time at night because Tucker. That's when Tucker wants to come around and, and cuddle and sleep because he's like, "I'm fucking cold, mom. Keep me warm." And like, he like I'm his person. It's so it's so wonderful because even like living with David for the past year, um, he still comes to me for all of these things, and that's just like, thanks. That makes me feel good. But um. He will literally, like, paw at me. So he likes to be on the bed, um, like, on the sheets and not on the comforter. So, like, he'll paw at me until, like, I wake up and make room <laughs> for him and, like, shift the blankets over to the side. And, like, I never get mad about it. Like, I'm never, like, ugh, Tucker, like, get off of me. You're being such a brat. Like, whatever. Like, it is the sweetest thing to me. Yeah. And I just adore any moment like that that I can get. I, I, I eat up. Even him sticking his tongue up my nose, I then, like, take him and cuddle him and, like, turn over to my side and try Aww. and, like, you know, nuzzle his face and give him mommy vibes. And he's coming down the stairs again. Not with a toy in his mouth this time. But he's looking for one. But he's, yeah, he's, he's a total sweetheart. Come here. He's like, I don't know what you're doing, lady, but you're not, like, acting normal. So he's looking at me like I have ten heads right now. I don't know if I have any, like, good stories for pets keeping me up at night besides that. Really? Okay, there is nothing that will wake you out of a dead sleep like a cat that is doing one of two things. They are either vomiting or... They're peeing in somewhere that you know they shouldn't be peeing in. Like, you hear the sound of a cat urinating and you're in your bedroom and you know that the litter box is not in the bedroom and you know they're peeing on something they shouldn't be peeing on. There is nothing that will wake you up faster short of the cat actually vomiting. Oh my god. <laughs> you're looking recent? at me. Did you recently no. experience No, this is not being These, um... So the cat peeing, when I was 16, I had a kitten, an orange tabby, oh. 
And it was rare because most orange tabby kittens actually, believe it or not, are male. Mm-hmm. It's very rare to find a female orange tabby. Um, and I had a female orange tabby, but she peed on everything. Did she have like constant UTIs? No, she just was a what they call a pisser. Like <laughs> I she, thought you were gonna. I was gonna no. say that as a joke, but yeah, then you no, said she it, just like, oh, constantly, okay. yeah, like she just wanted to pee on things. So like you would know if the cat was peeing, and she wasn't the only one. I think um, who else had it? When my ex-husband and I took in his cat, Tiger, um, in the last few stages of his life, because we only had him for a few months because his mom didn't want to take care of him while he was dying. Wait, I'm sorry. You had a cat named Tiger before you had a cat named named Tigger? Tigger? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) There's a clear pattern there. They were both orange, by the way. Um, So Tiger used to pee on stuff, too, and, and... like we would have him in the he would be in our bedroom at night and you could just hear it um oh speaking of tiger that brings me to a whole another thing that kept us yeah actually let me tell you this story and i'll go back to the vomiting and the peeing because (laughs) i'm about to have other people walk in the door and this is not appropriate for children's ears and one of those people will be a child who will latch onto this story so my we took in my ex's childhood cat tiger for the last few months of his life tiger had this toy that he it was his baby okay and this toy was beaten to hell and he used to hump the toy mind you he was fixed but he used to hump the toy and he would make these crying sounds like he was having sex with it oh my god um one day my this was back when we were first married my ex and i um had been both home during the day and his dad was not at the house and we had obviously gone at it oh i forgot about the story oh my god yeah and so they um, got freaky (laughs) so then later that night we're all in bed his dad included and you know bed (laughs) no ew but you said it so i had a jump on it (laughs) so in separate bedrooms and the cat comes to the middle of the hallway at the top of the stairs and proceeds to do his thing with this toy except his cries are sounding very human and very very familiar so moany (laughs) (laughs) so long story short both my ex and I look at each other and basically go, holy shit, he's imitating us oh having sex. God. Whoops. So. I just don't understand how, like, a cat can, like, pick Imitate up on, on the then, noises? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, believe it or not, cats actually don't meow to each other. I mean, oh, right, that's like, right. Like, they hiss at each other, but, like, stray cats, what kind they of, don't what meow. Is he, what is he the, trying to communicate to um, you guys? The meow, they pick up from us. Right. So they're trying to actually imitate the sound of our voice <laughs> so that they can try to communicate with us. So, you know, domestic cats will, will pick that up. Bean actually really has not picked that up yet. So, um, but domestic cats will pick up that and that's why they meow but stray cats actually don't meow they will hiss they will growl at each other like territorially but they will not actually meow for any other purpose Um, now that you say that i don't think i've ever heard bean meow 
He's cried. Um, because he has really bad allergies, Meow. so he cries. Meow. But Meow. oh, he knows what that means because he went right over to you. Kisses. <laughs> it smells like wine and onions. My <laughs> not the cat. Not the cat. <laughs> My kisses. But yes, anyway, so that was that story. But yeah, going back to, I've had multiple cats that have had problems with urinating and um, urinating where they shouldn't. And so you just kind of like, when you know that they do that, you, you have this awareness. And in the middle of your sleep, if you hear that sound, it instantly just like wakes you up and you're like, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Similarly with a cat vomiting. So Tigger is another cat I had and I had cat that cat when Lauren was living with us and um he used to overeat so bad like this cat thought he was starving all the time no he did not have a medical condition and Bean is now chasing He's his currently, tail yeah, chasing he, he his chases tail. his tail frequently um but <laughs> this is great. he uh Tigger would overeat and then throw up and so like he would do this at night and you just got to know the sound of him throwing up much like all too well the sound of you know a cat peeing where they shouldn't i um now he's not gonna do it yeah i remember when i lived with you and i had tucker there for a while and that kept me up all night that actually this actually led to like a really deep depression just out of lack of sleep and I never knew the effects of lack of sleep <laughs> until this happened but so uh so as Marley said Tigger um would overeat and um it was kind of like no matter when no matter how much food would be in front of him he would just like eat it all and um <laughs> um Tucker like I'd put food out for Tucker and um, he wouldn't be able to eat it in time because Tigger would uh, would um, go after it. And so, like, I tried to lock Tucker in my room for the night so that, like, I could sleep and feed him and that would be that. But, like, Tucker and Tigger took to each other so quickly. And, like, I yeah, love they that did. friendship. They really did. It was the easiest pairing of cats ever. Um, I kept them in my room for, like, two, three days. And then, like, I cracked the door open and Tigger, like reached through and bat it through the door as not like a hissy kind of bat but like i want to play with you my god i've been waiting for a friend <laughs> like you and um and so they would like roll around and god they were so they were perfect for each other as best friends and stuff but anyway because this i would lock cried after tucker was gone by oh, the way like that kept that. me up at night because he so was so sad when tucker left oh my anyway, god that sorry breaks I mean, my heart so much didn't like, mean to interrupt <laughs> no i just i i think about that with tucker's moved with me so many times and i just have to constantly remind myself like as long as every memory is good then like it's all good for him to look back on and he just knows he has a lot of friends and lots of family and like i try to take him to see like my mom's cats and stuff um so like he still gets like contact with them but like i often am like does he miss tigger but um but yeah so like i, I had to lock tucker in my room to try to get him to eat at at night so that tigger wouldn't eat his food and then like they ended up playing underneath the door um and underneath the door because tucker had claws 
he ripped up the carpet underneath the door and, <laughs> and you guys were like, Hey, so this is happening. And I was like, I know I'm so sorry. And then like, I just had to leave the door open and like, it would, it got to the point that I had to, um, wake up every single fucking time Tucker wanted to eat. And I'd have to get Tigger out of the room, shut the door, um, put Tucker's food out and let him eat. And that happened I'm not kidding, up to 15 times in a single night, Oof. every single night. And I was like, there, like, there's got, and I was like too afraid to ask you guys, like, I didn't want to like impede and be like, hey, can you guys just like shut Tigger in your room <laughs> and I'll shut Tucker in my room. Um, but yeah, like I did not get any sleep ever that way. And I got so like, it led to a weird depression. I was like, this is not <laughs> oh all right. God. And then I think I had, you should have asked. I should have. I know. Like at this point, like I'm like, yeah, that was the, that would have been the reasonable thing to do. But I, um, I think I felt bad because like you were already just like have the space, and I was like, I'm paying you like a hundred dollars to be here, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that would be taking too much. But at that point, I think I was talking to my parents again for a short time, so I just ended up um taking him back to their house and letting him like live there without me for a while. Um, good, however many months that was hard for me, but um. Yeah, that, I lost a lot of sleep over that, like, in the most literal sense. That was, yeah. But, so, it's funny because we're talking about cats, and I I don't know that, like... I, I can have a dog one, um, because I had Scooby. Oh, yeah! I never, <sighs> you know, it's so strange, because, like, our lives are kind of separate for a while, and, um, the entirety of you having Scooby, we, like, didn't talk. Like, you, I think you told me about him when you were like putting him down or something or you know actually you no, told i told me... you before because i told you when i was trying to find a house because That's they right. didn't want him in, his, in the apartment building anymore right so this dog was almost as tall as me and loved to snuggle awesome what i don't, I don't know what it is with my animals maybe it's just me yeah it's maybe i just um bring upon the cuddling vibes but um this dog would get into bed with me and like want me to spoon him like a human. I would and love that. It's like a body pillow. He is. He <laughs> was. I'm sorry. He was. Um, he, yeah, he was great to actually sleep with. So the worst part about it was actually just the fact like this is not real good conversation but he farted like this dog had really really bad farts oh like they smelled so bad and bean also has bad farts so i don't know but the fact of the matter was was that like we'd be cuddling and then like he would fart and that could wake you up out of a dead oh sleep my just because the smell was so horrible oh my god i would horrible hate that. i would be gagging Never mind the fact that well he was he was actually good like he he slept completely through the night so he would never wake me up to go pee or anything in the middle of the night um like I've heard some dog owners mm-hmm. endure um he did not do that he was pretty good about waiting until the morning he also wanted to sleep at night <laughs> but I did lose sleep over him for many other reasons also um not related to anything he did in particular but like first when I got him. I had gotten him from a shelter who coordinated the adoption through the apartment complex that I was living with. And I didn't know that they lied to the apartment complex about his breed and his side because he was a pit lab hound mix. And the apartment complex like didn't... Cool looking, I don't think I've ever seen a picture of him, but that um, description it sounds like a cool dog. Didn't allow 
for any kind of pit mixes at all. And he was like five pounds over the weight limit or something. So they basically told me I either had to get rid of him or get out, which my lease was getting ready to be ending anyway. So like I was already looking for a house, but the housing market in the beginning of this year, I think I mentioned this in the mm-hmm. episode we talked about dreams, but the the housing episode, yeah, the housing episode, the housing market in the beginning of this year. Was <laughs> I, I was like, what's wrong about that? I did not even register. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, why are you correcting good. yourself? That sounds right. Um, <laughs> was insane. And um, trying to find a house was not great. And and I wound up actually getting a house just in time to find out that Scooby had um, thyroid cancer and it was too late to do anything about it. So I wound up having him for the span of, oh gosh, I put him down in May. I got him in February, so February, March, April, May. Three months I had him. Um, and we bonded like instantly. I mean, it was two days in and this dog was like never left my side. And I didn't formally train him. Like he just bonded with me. And I should mention that like you I adopted him literally off of a picture on Facebook. Like I did not meet this dog. Oh. I fell in love with this dog off of a picture on Facebook and went an hour out of my way to go pick him up from the shelter just off of that picture without having met him or anything did they let you pick him up same day take him home same day i mean i had there was an application process but Mm -hmm. like i met him on the day that i picked him up that was the very first time i ever met the dog wow that's awesome um and we bonded instantly but he is just he was he was my baby oh my god he's adorable he's nothing like i um expected him to look like oh my god he's precious so anyway so like i lost a lot of sleep because i got him on february the 7th early february and my birthday is also in february and on the day of my birthday uh, we're probably just say our birthdays anyway so it doesn't really matter but like february 10th on the day of my birthday they literally told me on my birthday that i had to get rid of him that's and, right, because I texted you and you were like, yeah, not a good day. Yeah, so um, I lost a lot of sleep for the next couple weeks trying to find a house or a rental portion or a rental, yeah, a rental situation that would allow me to keep him. Um, and it was horrible because I didn't know what I was going to do. I had to get him out of the apartment because I didn't know if they were going to come and check for him. And so it was like he stayed with friends. He went to different homes for a little while. And then finally we got a house. And then I wound up, um, like I said, I wound up losing sleep later on over the fact that he wasn't gaining any weight. And um, he wasn't a very active dog. He was a very couch potato-y type of dog. Like he would totally jump up on the couch and just like lay there and be completely content to sleep there. He he would get in my lap. This dog is freaking half he's bigger than i am he was bigger than i am and he weighed 45 pounds and this dog would climb in my lap and lay down like he was a cat okay um which is funny because i had a dog that acted like a cat and i now have a cat that acts like a dog so just breaking all of the uh you know the the norms norms here with pets but um Yeah, so then I lost sleep over what was wrong with him and then having to put him down. So, um, lots of sleep was lost with that one. But, like, that sounds like a um, chicken soup for the soul kind of story. Yeah, I gave him 
uh, the theory was, and what people, you know, kept telling me to cheer me up was basically that he had had the thyroid cancer before I got him. He had to have. That's what the vet told us. It For it to be as far as advanced as it was, he had to have had it many, many months before I got him. And actually the fact that he lived those months with it being untreated was a miracle. And they think he was waiting for a home yeah. before he passed. So um, I was able to give him that home before he passed. And but. like a great home. Like <laughs> like you say, animals take to you. Like it is true. And there's a great reason for it. Um, so I um, don't want to cut that off. But I also want to like move on because... I'm still not quite over that situation and don't want to leave it on a bad, like a sad note. Well, I want to say like a complaint to the fucking world. Um, I get really pissed off at how hard, Oh, sorry. You're good. Okay. We just have to watch it because they're going to be coming in in a minute and while Gavin's oblivious. He's not. All right. Well, um, I want to rant to the world because I, like, I get why renters don't want people to have animals, but I think that's so... It's so difficult to find a place to live that allows animals, and, like, there's always, like, size limits and stuff. Oh, my God, Bean! <laughs> Bean looks high. Bean is just laying behind me on the couch, uh. staring directly at me with his eyes wide open. Oh, baby! <laughs> so cute. He's like, oh, I'm embarrassed now so photogenic um but i just don't like that because there's so many people who have had to rehome animals unnecessarily and just like that breaks their hearts that breaks the people's hearts that that shatters the animals hearts like and i'm like there's an actual emotional tie to animals and people and um that just really is ridiculously um i don't know i dread that 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 happens but it sounds like people are coming in, so... You keep talking, I will get to people. Oh, no. I don't know if I have anything else to say. Maybe we should just cut this episode. No, I'm coming back. Do you have more to say? Hold on. Oh, there's another story. Hello, hello. That's all right. We just did not tell you I'll talk to you about it after we're done. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. My last story, and then we're going to cut this with a question because we have a really funny question for this episode. I don't even remember the question, so I'm going to enjoy... The twin question. Oh, damn it. I wanted to be surprised again. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Anyway, so this is another Bean um, story. So Bean the black cat. Bean bean the black cat. (laughs) When I first got Bean, he was kind of a sickly kitten. Like, as it turns out, he has a lot of allergies. Um... But there was a night where I crawled into bed with him and he was, like, limp. Like, didn't seem to be, like... What? Yeah, he just was sleeping. I mean, he was sleeping, oh, but, like, okay. nothing was ferrets bothered. used to do that. My ferrets used to do Like, they, you, would, you would shake them violently and they would not wake up. They'd just be limp. So, yeah. But I, I never had a cat do this. Like, yeah, a cat poking, is that... I was literally yeah. poking this cat and he was not waking up. And he had had, like, a cold or something, and I had noticed, like, he was sneezing with some bloody droplets, and um, I had had a cat that had an upper respiratory infection before that I had rescued, so I knew what that looked like, so I rushed out to a a vet ER. It is 11 o'clock at night. I take him to this vet ER. No. No. It was earlier than that. 
because I called around to a couple of different ERs. So it had to have been like nine or 10, but I take him to this pet ER, which is like 30 minutes away. And we are there from, we'll say 10 o'clock at night until literally 6.30 in the morning. Oh my God. And there is nowhere in the exam room comfortable for a animal or a human to sleep. Um, they had the, obviously the exam table, which was metal. And then they had like these benches that were plastic covered benches and not very comfortable. Yeah. So like I, I had one of those and it wasn't even big enough to like lay on. So I laid on that and I had my, oh, I just hit the microphone. Sorry. Um, I had my head on the, <laughs> the armrest, which is plastic. I'm laying on it. And then I had my feet hanging over the other armrest oh and resting God. on a chair and being on my chest Aww. wrapped up in a blanket. And we slept that way for like an hour. Was he still limp? <laughs> no, he was not at that point. But That sounds like trying to sleep at an airport so with a cat. <laughs> eventually like he got seen and we were able to leave at 6.30 in the morning. And I still wound up, I had to drive 30 minutes home to drop him off. And then drive 30 minutes back. So I got here, showered, and got dressed, and then drove 30 minutes back to work. Oh, my God. Which was where the vet ER, like, it was in the same area as the vet ER, but because I had him, like, I couldn't just... Right. Yeah, take your cat to work day. Yeah. I would hate that, and I would take a personal day. I am all for... I'd used up my days. vacation time I because of my surgery. Day. <laughs> because of my surgery. Oh my god! Yeah. But that should be different. All right. Well, I've got issues with that. That's why I am. My own <laughs> That's a whole owner. other episode. Yeah. Really. <laughs> All anyway, right. so moving on, we are right at the time to ask Ooh, our question. Yeah. The last time we were talking about what the heck is a hacky and why is it a sack, and oh, we, wait, were, we both have answers. Well, yeah. I don't think. Oh yeah. Um. So my. There's no real, like, actual direct answer to it, but we just found some interesting things about it. So, it's also called a footbag, and <laughs> I, that's, that's the, I'm going to start calling it footbag. <laughs> it's like football, footbag, you know. Uh, so, the actual story of the invention of the hacky sack was a friend of a guy introduced him to a game he'd learned from Native Americans, um... And it involved kicking a small beanbag repeatedly to keep it off the ground for as long as possible. So the friend that he taught it to was recovering from a knee injury and he began playing the game as a way to strengthen the muscles from the injury. And whenever they would go play the game, they began to describe it as going to hack a sack, which was how it eventually became hacky sack. Um I'm going to go hack my sack. (laughs) And on that note. (laughs) All right. Today's question is fantastic. Yeah, Lauren loved this. Okay. So um, it was, how did I lose this question already? Oh, do twins ever think about which one of them was not planned? (laughs) a good question because you know every parent is having that oh fuck moment nope (laughs) just like i am now (laughs) all right and on that note we're out bye hey guys marley here thanks for joining us on losing sleep 
We hope you enjoyed this episode. If we left you entertained and wanting more, be sure to subscribe to our channel on whatever platform you're listening from so that you don't miss out on new content. If you want to connect with us or have questions that keep you up at night to share, email us at losingsleeppc at gmail.com. Here's to being sleepless together.